What's up? And welcome back to College Football Conversation. We have a lot of picks to make tonight. All right, let's welcome in Zach Markley. How you doing tonight? Good, Mike. How are you? Doing all right. Uh, Billy, how you doing? I'm uh, I'm sitting here in my Yankee shirt, uh, blowing my tears in it. I know. I, I know they were. They might. I think they'll handle the Astros easy. All right. Well, let's get right to it. Um, first, we're going to talk about. You know, we're halfway through the season. Um, we're going to talk about the Power Five here, uh, just because we have a lot of picks to make tonight. Um, right now, who do you foresee? We're going to talk about how you, uh, who you foresee winning each conference as of now. Um, we'll start with the ACC. Um, Zach, who do you think? Who you got winning the ACC right now? Uh, I'm just, I'm going to stick with the call of what it is. It's just going to be Clemson. Um, as I'm sure when we talked about all year, kind of, you know, just pulling these games out barely. And then, you know, last week they had a pretty good statement win. And I still think, you know, at the end of the year, I still think they'll be tested. But uh, I'm just going to go with Clemson Tigers to win the ACC this year. I'm going with the Wolfpack this year. I think it's going to I think Clemson's going to struggle down the stretch. I think NC State's going to win here. And uh, get a new, uh, new team, a new uh, team this year. Uh, ACC, I, I got Clemson winning it. I don't think – the ACC's really down this year, so I don't, I don't see anybody – I don't see anybody. NC State looks good. I think we're going to see how good they are. Other than that, Miami can't compete with Clemson. So I got Clemson winning the ACC. Um, what about the Big Twelve? Uh, I'm going to get a little bit surprised. Well, I'm probably surprised you guys. Uh, I'm going to Texas. Uh, you know they, they had a rough start against Maryland. Uh, you know they, they bounced back in a pretty big way. A couple big wins Um, I, I 
Zach, you didn't actually surprise me. I picked Texas to win too. Uh, I just I think that um, I think I think Oklahoma's still going to obviously Oklahoma. It's like a two game advantage for West Virginia or for Texas because they still have to beat. You know, they'd have to win. You know, where they lost the head to head, they'd still have to win uh, basically two games. And I think West Virginia is going to slip up with their uh, strong conference or strong schedule they have left. But I got Texas win the Big 12. I think I think they'll meet Oklahoma again uh, for the Big 12 title. All right, we'll move on to the Big 10, huh? Okay, I still uh, believe in Texas. I think Texas offense was a fluke. You think? You think so? You think it was a fluke? Yeah, I think that how Texas offense played this game was a fluke because before they struggled in every game before. Game. I wouldn't say a fluke. Yeah, we'll see. They'll probably meet again. Oh, Alright, right, we'll move on to the Big Ten. Uh, what do we got there? State too. I, like you said, it's going to come down to that Week 12 um, against Michigan. I, it'll be a good game, of course. Like the last two have been great. Um, gives you a heart attack. I know me and Billy are Ohio State, and uh, we'll have some talk about Ohio State Michigan when that time comes. Obviously, uh, Pack Pack 12, um, pretty pretty weak Pack 12 conference. Uh, what do we think about that? I haven't seen a lot from Colorado, obviously. I haven't really watched them too much. 
in order to get back to our title. So I'll go with Colorado. Uh, I'll go with Colorado too. I think, uh, like Jackson said, I mean, this, is probably, this is probably the worst. I think it's very close to being the worst too. But I'm going with Colorado. I think Colorado is uh, really good. I think uh, they'll dominate the rest of their games. And I think they'll win the back 12. I, I don't have faith in the other teams. Because I thought Sanford would give them a good run. But now the way Sanford's playing is, uh, I think it's, uh, I thought pretty much all of Colorado they have to, or they can look at themselves if they start playing bad. I still think that, uh, that they're, I don't know, uh, win the back 12 this year. I think uh, they're definitely good down the stretch here. If the USC is still pretty dangerous, I think they might struggle defensively in this game. I still think they'll pull it out and win the best tackle. Uh, I'm a good. I'm. I was kind of iffy on it because I wanted to say Stanford will make a good run, and they're only two two and one in conference. I was like, well, Stanford will make a good run. Maybe Oregon will win out. They'll be in the Pac-12 title. But I'm sticking with Washington. We'll really find out. You know, they Washington and Oregon play this week. I think we'll really find out who's going to take charge in that Pac-12 North. Uh, I think if Oregon wins, they're probably going to be in. Um, but who knows? Pac-12 is kind of weak, and of course they play a lot of late games, so a lot, not a lot of people get to see what they're really made of. All right, we'll move on to the best conference in America, SEC. Uh, what's our take there? Well, first off, I'm going to disagree with that comment. So, <laughs> um, I know you want to try to go one week without talking about them, but obviously, I think they have um, I'm not sold on Georgia. I don't think Billy is either, but I, I'm just not sold on them. I, I haven't really. I think last year's team is better than this year's team in Georgia. Um, and like you guys have alluded to in past weeks, you know, this just might be the best offense that all the ball um, And I just don't see a team in the conference being able to beat them. And I, and I know they have that big game with LSU. Get that urge, correct? Yeah, it's in, yeah. So, I, I know that's a big game, um, a defensive game, but I just think Alabama is the best in that conference. Uh, come on, I'm not going to something. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I hate to say Alabama. Uh, I don't, they have the offense. I just think that they have, like, they haven't really been, they haven't really been, Adversity this year, offensively. The quarterback, I don't think, has played for a whole game this year, which is weird. Um, I think when they do go to see, like, I think he might he will struggle. Alabama still can be uh, kind of faith in Georgia's offense. The new age guys against Alabama still turn the ball over by a lot. Florida, they're off, I think. Uh, I just, how them win lately, I think it, it hurts the SEC. That's what's wrong with the SEC. There's no just not competitive at all. The one, the uh, one team that's all it is. It's a Big Ten has four. They can win that conference easy. SEC has one team that can win. I don't think Florida, Georgia, or any of them have a chance to fuck out of them for one. Especially with all the recruits they got coming. Stuff like that. I just think it's going, it's just, it's just killing SEC it's Alabama winning these games. Yeah, I obviously picked Alabama too, but here, I want to, make a point here that 
The SEC has eight teams in the top 25 right now. Those records, 39 and 9. That's the top, the teams that are in the top 25, which are eight of them. Um, obviously, the Big Ten has four. But like you said, when it comes to winning the conference title, um, obviously the Big Ten, there's four that could win it. And the SEC, maybe two. You can make maybe a point. Maybe two. Georgia, maybe. Um, but the Big Ten is not as balanced across the conference. You got Ohio State, number three. Michigan, number 12. Penn State, number eight. Um, looks like their records are 15-2. and two. They're all in the East. Wisconsin is the only one that has a chance at the conference title, really. And they're the only team in the West. They're ranked 15th. Uh, they're four and one. Oh, Alabama's the only team in their conversation, I guess. Yeah, but not in their division. Probably in the division, I mean, because Auburn, obviously, all of this trash, I think they should be ranked anymore. But they're still four and two. I mean, I'm just saying, like, not. I know Alabama's kind of run away, but there's there's teams, I think, that are scattered in the SEC that are a little bit more than the Big Ten. Big Ten's one division. I mean, really, I know Alabama's by itself, but you got G- Georgia, Kentucky, and Florida in the top three. Really, you know, Florida could beat Georgia if they play out of their yeah, mind. Yeah, the SEC East has been horrible here lately. Uh, but uh, yeah, I got Bama winning, unfortunately, again, unless something crazy happens and maybe Auburn knocks them off in the Iron Bowl. Then yeah, unless Auburn can knock them off in the Iron Bowl, which I highly doubt it this year. Uh, then, then it probably just goes to Georgia. I mean, Georgia. Who? I mean, who are they going to play in the West? They're either going to play LSU, Texas A and M, and I think Georgia can beat. The, well, we'll see what Georgia can do with LSU later Saturday. Does Georgia play Florida this year? Yeah, they play. Yeah, uh, two uh-huh. weeks. I think they have a bye, yeah, and then that, that's, that's, that's a big game too. Because Florida, I mean, you just think they're really good offense. Like, stuff like, I think I think Florida can possibly win that game. Or is where is the Florida Georgia game? Is it in the swamp or is it? Uh, it's a neutral site. It's in Jack. It's it's in Jacksonville. Okay, so basically, right there in between the two, really. So that's huge. Yeah, Florida to win too. They got they got the best left over. Considering anything good. All right, we'll move on to our over/under dogs, and let's remind uh, everybody the records here. Over/under dogs, of course, we take um, the over/under total and um, predict if it's over/under. Um, if you win that game, you win plus get the difference. Zach's in the lead, one and zero. He picked uh, last week right. He got one and a half point. Uh, Billy and me are zero and one. So, we're going to go over underdogs. We're picking two games from now on. I think gives us a little bit better chance if you miss one. Um, I'll go first. I'm going to go, I don't know. I had like five games wrote down. Um, I think I'm going to go Nebraska Northwestern. Should be a, it's a, in Evanston, Illinois at Northwestern. The over-under is 59 and a half. I'm going to take the under. Yeah. I know Clayton Thorson's good, but 
I'm gonna take the under. Under 59 and a half for Nebraska Northwestern. What do you What do you guys think about that? That'd be like, I think, if you have like a turnover or Notre Dame just wants to score an extra one, you could probably lose that. I, ah, that's close. That's real close. I don't know. What do you feel about uh, that, Bill? A few years ago, I would go under just to how good defensively they both were. But I'm not sure they're going to be able to So you can you can gamble a little bit. Sure. All right, Billy, what's your first game? Either way. Yeah, I, 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 I
56 is a lot, though. I think I think West Virginia could almost cover the whole 56. I I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I'd say over two. I think West Virginia could cover the 56 almost by itself. Well, I don't think they can, too. Honestly, I mean, their offense in that game. Yeah, they could. Right. Their offense was, like, <laughs> amazing. And this struggle against the bad game. Yeah, I don't know. What? You got a take on I, this one? Yeah, I, I would go. You were like a safety or a field goal away from actually losing that pick. It was you predicted it was what sixty. You you said under six, yeah, under sixty or something like that. Yeah, no, it was sixty-one and a half. You predicted under, and it was sixty. Yeah, yeah. Man, all right. (laughs) Uh, My next game, I'm going to pick with my team, Florida. I, I think this is an easy, easy, easy pick. Um, Florida goes to Vanderbilt. Uh, over under the lines in at fifty and a half. I lock that in, and I'm gonna say under. Uh, both both these offense. I mean, Shermer can throw the ball around, but I, both these offense. I think it's Florida's defense is gonna show up, and I'm definitely taking fifty and a half. I'd almost put a hundred on that one. Fifty and a half under. I mean, it, that's an easy, easy pick. I should take it to Las Vegas. Should make it like another an easy, easy pick. Put my money on that. All right, Zach, you got a second game there. These are hard. These are these could go either way, except for maybe the Florida game. I think, and the and my picks I think I've got locked in pretty good. But you guys are 
got some big ones. Yeah, you guys could go either way, like. Uh, for that, for that Penn State game, I, I think it's gonna be over. Honestly, I think Penn State's looking about fifth. They're going to put some points up. They're bad with that Ohio State still. They're going to try to prove to everybody how good they really are. And I think they're going to put. Uh, I think what Michigan State will get a lot of points this week. Uh, yeah, I'd go over. Did you just say pissed? Especially on the defense score, I think they'll get over easy. I don't, I don't think they'll throw over fifty on them, but. Yeah, I think that this one's mad this week. Yeah, mad. Now I gotta mark it as explicit. <laughs> oh, <my answer. laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't uh yeah. It this game's too close. I think the over under on that's too close. I think it could go either way, so that's kinda of, you're gambling, Zach. You got the lead, you think you're gambling. I'm gambling on both of them, that's right. Going going all in. All right, Billy, what's your second game? Uh, my second game is uh, Georgia and LSU. I'm going uh, 15 and a half. Is that what? And I'm kind of scared to go with this one. Oh, I think they'll go over this one. It's going to be very close. It's probably going to be a like phone goal over probably. <laughs> uh, I think uh, Burrow, I've been kind of rough on him all season. I think he's a cop. Like, I think this will be the best game of the season right here. I think this will be the game. Yeah, but yeah, they're just like, I think they're going to go over in this game. Over 15 and a half? Ooh. Yeah. I think I'm going under. I think this will be a, I think this is going to be a SEC slugfest. I'm saying like, I'm saying like teens, like 14, 10 or something. I mean, I think it's going to be a slugfest. I don't think Georgia's offense is going to get going. picks and predictions plus going for two when we come back today's podcast is brought to you by jb3 moto with over 30 years of industrial experience no job is too tough for jb3 moto they can take care of any machining or fabrication need you have from agricultural parts to motorcycle parts they've got you covered contact brian or john at jb3 moto at yahoo.com to get a quote for your job today now enjoy the rest of the show uh, we got a lot of games tonight. We went from 15 last week to 21. Uh, this is sponsored by my buddy's business, Comfort Couriers, uh, here in Galapagos, Ohio. All right, the first game uh, we're going to do is number 23, USF, which is 5-0, and at Tulsa, 1-4. and I think this is tomorrow night, I believe. Yeah, sure, correct. Oh, okay, 7 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, in Tulsa. Yeah. Um, all right, what's what's our pick on that? USF is a seven point favorite. Yeah, which blows my mind. I think this should be favored a lot more than this game. I'm going uh, South Florida. Uh, I'll go with that too. Before we start on the air, Haley and I will 
Yeah, I'm going USF big. I, I watched him play a little bit last year. Uh, but the, Blake Barnett, he's not really accurate, but uh, he can throw the ball around, make some moves, get out of the pocket. I got him big. Uh, the over-under 6-1.5, but I think Florida, South Florida are going to have 40 points easily. Uh, all right, next we're going to move on. Arizona, 3-3 three and three at 3-2 three and two Utah. Utah has is favored 13.5 points. Utah, um, just for the simple fact of what I just seen them do to Stanford. I know Stanford's not a great team, um, but I'm 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 still going Utah. It, I think they can if they can win out. They as bad as the Pac-12 is, I think they can have a chance. I'm kind of disappointed by Khalil Tate. I'm last year seeing what he did. I'm just I'm disappointed with him and how he's performed this year. Guy, um, you know, kind of. I thought Arizona maybe had a chance going to getting Kevin Sumlin. Like you said, and Khalil Tate, the athlete as a quarterback he is, and just kind of disappointed in them. Uh, all right, we got Minnesota three and two at Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State's a twenty-nine and a half point favorite. Yeah, um, I'll keep this one simple. Uh, they're definitely covering that twenty-nine and a half. Ohio State one big. I think they're going just. Minnesota because offense defense has kind of been bad the last few weeks. I think uh, defense will play a little better this week if they're going to get some pressure. And the secondary is getting a lot of points and a lot of penalties, too. The secondary, I don't know if you guys you know that. But I think Ohio State's only been this week. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Minnesota don't really have anything. I think it's, it's pretty easy right there in Columbus. Um, Alright, we'll go number 14, Florida, coming off that huge win at the Swamp against LSU, against Vandy. Florida is only a seven-point favorite in this game. My over under though, I had it a thirty one to seventeen. That kind of sounds like a score, but obviously probably lower than that. Off, Florida's off. Florida, Florida's 
<laughs> uh, Florida's offense is just pedestrian. They find a way to win. That's about it. They with trick plays and gadget plays, and that's about it. I, it kind of scares me their offense, but Bandy and uh, Florida's been kind of a close game here lately because they've both been really terrible. So I've got the Gators, but like I'm saying, like maybe 14 point game, like. I think Vandy will hang around because they can throw the ball around. They can score some points. Uh, but our defense, I think, will make a difference. All right, we got uh, number six, West Virginia at Iowa State. We know how playing at Ohio Iowa State is can be. Um, West Virginia is only a six-and-a-half point favorite here. WVU winning too, but uh, that Iowa State defense good at home. Um, I would say, uh, like, I don't remember what I said in over under, but uh, it's probably going to be like 38, 34, 38, 28, something like that. A 38, 28 actually sounds pretty good. Um, but yeah, WVU. All right, we got uh, Tennessee uh, versus, they're going to Auburn, which, uh, that Auburn offense has been horrible. Uh, but they're a 15 and a half point favorite. Yeah, um, I, I think Tennessee is going to win this game. Uh, exactly what I think when I look at this game. I think I think Auburn will turn it around here against a very weak Tennessee defense. Um, Jarrett Stidham, expectations were high for him coming in. Kind of a disappointment. The over-under for this game is only 47. I, I think I think that's pretty good. Pretty good estimate there, but I think Auburn takes this one. Uh, Scott Frost in Nebraska. Goes to Northwestern, hard place to play. Also, they're like the Iowa State. You know, I think of them as the Iowa State of the Big Ten. Um, Northwestern's only a four-and-a-half point favorite, though.
Yeah, yeah, you're right. Of course. But, uh, man, I feel bad for something wrong that I think it's going to be done on here. I just like Nebraska's quarterback play. Western winning, um, yeah. No, I think they, I think they can win by three touchdowns if they want. I mean, I'm not going to say that's what's going to happen, but uh, I think they can win by three touchdowns. North Nebraska, like I said, like Zach said, I feel so sorry for him. Uh, just watching him at UCF, and sometimes you wonder your coaching decisions. But I got Northwestern win this one. Um, all right, a game with big, major national championship implications. Uh, Akron two and two at Buffalo five and one. Buffalo is a twelve point favorite. I, I don't know a whole lot about both. You know these teams, but I much of the Mac either it, but I just had I wanted to throw a game in there that kind of maybe we could just guess at you know and kind of keep things honest um, yeah I had to look twice at that one I was like wait a second what <laughs> yeah I did, you gotta you gotta throw some games you gotta throw some games in there that'll throw us off every once in a while um, alright I got Duke 4-1 and one at Georgia Tech Paul Johnson's job could be on the line this season uh, this is in at Atlanta Georgia Tech is a two and a half point favorite I 
do with um, I, everything that Zach said. I pretty much agree with there. Um, I got Georgia Tech win. I think Paul Johnson has to, has to win. This is kind of a key win for him this season. He ha- he has to go do it. Uh, Daniel Jones, I like him as a quarterback, but uh, yeah, I think Georgia Tech has to go get it. I got them winning, not by much. All right, we. Uh, I think this is one of yeah. This is one of Zach's over under picks. Uh, we got Pitt three and three at number five. Notre Dame six and zero. Oh. Notre Dame has a three touchdown uh, favorite here. Yeah, it has on the lead. You know, I'm going to say it could be a trap game. Um, I don't see Notre Dame winning by twenty one. Um, I, mean, I could definitely eat my word. Uh, Monday when we we'll have our next show, but um, I, I think Notre Dame wins. But I, I think. It's it's going to be a little bit closer than quote-unquote the experts think. Um, I'm going Notre Dame, but it's going to be close. Um, I'm going Notre Dame. I don't, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I don't think it'll be three touchdowns. I think it's going to be around. Uh, I'm pretty kind of a, I like, I like Notre Dame. Uh, I don't really like them this year. Uh, it's just kind of like the last few years of quarterback situation has been horrible. Uh, but, the way they're playing, though, I mean, they're winning big games, like, I don't get that mindset. They'll be winning big games. I don't think it's a big game. It's really a big game. It's kind of like a rival game for them, though. But, uh, I'm going to go with Notre Dame also. I got them winning by yeah, I, got, I, I had Notre Dame winning by about 10, I think. I think, like you said, Pitt's kind of a trap game. Um, you know, if you listen to other people, Notre Dame's going to roll through the season. I think Pitt's one to watch. They can, they've given Clemson trouble in the past. You know, they, give, they give teams trouble. And, uh, you know, I think Notre Dame's advantage here is they're playing at home. They're not at Pitt. I think that's their advantage. I, th- I got them by about 10, maybe 14, somewhere in that range. Uh, all right, Texas A&M coming off that big win uh, against Kentucky. They're 4-2, and two, ranked 22nd. They're playing at uh, South Carolina, who's 3-2. and two. Uh, Texas A&M is a two, only a two and a half point favorite. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that favorite. Um, you know, the game being at South Carolina, uh, you know, South Carolina had a, a decent win last week. Um, I, I just think you know Jimbo's put a good culture in Texas A&M, and, and I think you know very well they could be higher higher ranked. Texas A&M by, uh, let me see what I wrote down here. I got them by 
14 to 20. Yeah, so um, South Carolina, they beat Missouri in that uh, rain bowl last week. A uh, bunch of rain over there. Uh, let me see where we're at. Do you have I, I do, but I, I don't know. I think I think Texas A&M, Texas A&M's offense. You know, Kellen Mond's a, one of those under the radar quarterbacks, but I just I think Texas A&M. It'll be close first half. I think second half. I think they'll pull away. Texas A&M will. All uh, right, next game. Uh, it's Michigan State, who's struggled, you know, all season, at number eight Penn State. Not by a whole lot, maybe you know double digits, but not you know three touchdowns, four touchdowns. I I think the difference here it's a thirteen and a half point spread there. Uh, I think the difference is Trace McSorley and playing at home. I think that's the difference. It's a three thirty game. Uh, I think Trace McSorley and home field advantage wins Penn State this game. Um, Baylor four and two at number nine Texas, of course. Uh, Huge win over Oklahoma. Texas is a two touchdown favorite there in that one. Yeah, I, I think you know that Baylor's starting to come back a little bit. Uh, yeah. I, I just think that's just a two thoughts. Uh, you know, and Billy might be right. He could have been you know, a point last week. And I don't really know. The former defense did play pretty bad in that game. I just think Texas is starting to get it together now after their first loss. Week one against Maryland. So I think this game will be a little bit closer than uh, I think, but I, I think at the end, Texas will end up forming out. Uh, I think Texas is the most overrated team in the top 10. Can be just way out too far. Firstly, they're going one week. They won by. I feel like they struggle with all the other games, lost against a bad Big Ten team. I have no faith in Texas. I'm actually going with Baylor in this one. 
Oh, right, touchdowns. I think I think Texas is going to struggle in this game big time. So I think so, everybody. Are you saying they're going to be hung over going hung over going into this game? Say the opposite end of that. I'm gonna say the opposite end of that. I, I say Texas is gonna win and cover the spread. I I think that they know that they now have a chance. Oklahoma's knocked off. I think they know they have a chance at the Big 12 title, title and making themselves relevant relevant again. Can't talk. Um, I think I think it's gonna be the opposite. I think they'll win by three touchdowns or more. Uh, all right, we got. Uh, UCF number ten against uh, rematch against Memphis from the uh, American Conference Championship. I was at that game last year. It was an awesome, awesome atmosphere. Uh, UCF is only a four and a half point favorite. Yeah, I kind of took the words out of my mouth, but I bet you that was a cool experience for you to be down there and see that game up. That was an awesome game. Um, I would even go as far as to say last year that was one of the best, if not the best games of the year. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Memphis, by the way, yeah, that game, it was sold-out crowd in the bounce house. Um, I, I got tickets. I was three rows up in the corner of the end zone where they had the last interception. Um, so, uh, yeah, awesome experience. Uh, it was loud. I mean, there was, wasn't a lot of people. It wasn't like a Penn State or Ohio State or Michigan or nothing like that. It was it was loud, though. I mean, it was – and people bouncing around. Uh, just, oh, man, it was an awesome experience. I'd go back again. Um I got UCF in this one. I mean, 
Memphis isn't the team that they were last year. Uh, they had, I think his name was Riley Ferguson last year, uh, quarterback. Uh, just, I, I think UCF runs away with this one. It, it is at Memphis. It's kind of tricky to play there a little bit, not much. But um, I got UCF obviously covering the spread uh, plus. All right. Another game with big uh, playoff implications, Temple 3-3 three and three at Navy 2-3. and three. I'll give them a real quick here. Um, I think I think Navy will win, not by much. It'll, it'll probably be close to the seven-point spread. I'm going with the underdogs, though. It Navy Navy's good at home. They're good at home, and I think that's the only difference in this game. Um, number 16, Miami at Virginia. Uh, Miami's got a six and a half, is a six and a half point favorite in this game. be hung over. I think they're just going to kind of overlook Virginia. Um, I don't understand why my, Miami's not that great, but uh, Bryce Perkins, he's a pretty good quarterback for Virginia. Uh, I've watched him like once, and I think it was like not even a game. It was on on uh, t- film. Um, but uh, I think I think Miami will win, but it'll be closer than I think we're thinking um, just because I think they're going to kind of come out and kind of sleep on Virginia a little bit slow start first half, but I think they'll pick it up and win by a couple touchdowns, maybe. Maybe two touchdowns, maybe ten points, Uh, but I got Miami too. Um, All right, Virginia Tech um, dropped out of the top 25 after a loss to Notre Dame. Uh, They're playing at North Carolina, which is one and three, uh, and they're a a five-and-a-half point favorite in this game on the road. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 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 Yeah, definitely.
I hope you've won this one pretty quickly. Uh, I like both teams. I like Virginia Tech and North Carolina. Um, <clears throat> State State of North Carolina. I think Virginia Tech's going to be a big bully in this game. I think they're just going to dominate them on both sides of the ball. I think Virginia Tech's going to win. I think they're going to win. They're going to put over 40 points on North Carolina in this game just because of the last week. Uh, they have to play like this, too. They can come out soft North Carolina. If not, North Carolina. Yeah, I got Virginia Tech big too. Uh, three touchdown plus. Um, North Carolina, like ugh, he's, I, I think they'll be looking for a new coach. Maybe before the you know, too much into the off season, I think they'll be looking for a new coach. I think Fedora is going to be gone, but he has a huge buyout. That's the problem uh, with a lot of these guys is their buyouts are outrageous. Like uh, uh, Petrino at uh, Louisville. Uh, outrageous buyout. I mean, eight-figure buyout. Like I don't know. It's I, I know Fedora's like fourteen million or something like that. But huge buyout. So these guys are kind of like these schools are kind of stuck with who they got, and so that that'd be the only thing that would uh, make North Carolina keep Fedora. But I got Virginia Tech big. Uh, a team you guys are both high on. And I'm still not completely sold on you guys. Both are buying them up. Uh, Colorado 5-0, and number 19, at USC. USC is a touchdown favorite. I'm going to guess USC is a touchdown favorite because of that home. Yeah, they're at home. against Nebraska. This is one. I think this is one of the games I looked on here, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Uh, I picked everything else. Um, you know, the next three games are kind of a flip flop too. But this is one of those games. I'm like, "Well, maybe USC will turn around." You know, or or is Colorado that good? Uh, Lavisca Chenault. I mean, great receiver. Probably one of the best receivers in the nation right now. 
if not the best. Um, but I'm going fight on. I'm going USC on this one. I think at home, the home crowd, Helton fighting for his job already. I think uh, I think USC is going to get us some key stops, maybe a good turnover, and it's going to be a close game, you know, seven to ten points, I think. But I got USC winning this one. Um, I got number seven Washington five and one at number seventeen Oregon four and one, and Washington is a three and a half point favorite. This is another one. It's a flip flop. I mean, you can. I think you flip a coin. I think Oregon at home is, you know, a plus. Man, I think the over under in this game is fifty eight and a half. I think it's going to be way more than that. I think. I think it could be over 60, 65 maybe. Um, I think it's going to be thirties and forties. Um, oh, man, Justin Herbert. I think it's going to come down to the two quarterbacks in this game. I think it has to. Jake Browning versus Herbert. Now, I'm going to take Herbert. I'm going to take the Ducks to win at home and uh, make a statement in the Pac-12. All right, we got a big one in the SEC. Number two, Georgia at Baton Rouge, LSU. Uh, Georgia's a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Quarterback 
overdoing. I think we're going to put our friends all over this game. I think Joey Burrow, I've been on him all season. Not, I, I was right last week. I think I thought he's going to struggle against Florida. I think he's going to be fired up this week. Uh, I got LSU winning this game, but I think another a huge battle that I think is going to be LSU's offensive line versus Georgia's defensive line. LSU's offensive line can hold up against Georgia. LSU will win this game easily. But Georgia can get in there some pressure. LSU's going to struggle. I just don't have faith in Georgia's quarterback against LSU's defense. I got LSU winning this game. I'm going to say 24 21 LSU. I did not when I when I wrote this game down I, I made my pick you know a few minutes ago writing them down as you guys were going I was like man they're both going to pick Georgia and I was like hey you know Georgia looks good blah blah but they're I'm not sold on Georgia either um, I was like yeah I'm going to be the only one that's going to pick LSU hopefully they get the upset no uh, but I do think I think LSU is going to win um, one at home it's not a night game night games in LSU are crazy. Um, but I got LSU winning by, I want to say, field goal to touchdown, touchdown somewhere in there. Um, I think, I think, I don't think Joe Burrow is going to turn the ball over any. I, you know, he he didn't throw a pick or have a turnover until uh, just last week against Florida. I think Florida's defense is just as good as Georgia's defense, if not maybe maybe better athletically. Um, I think I got LSU in this one. Uh, and, of course, the game day, game of the week, uh, number 15, Wisconsin, uh, going to Ann Arbor, playing number 12, Michigan, 5-1. and one. Uh, We're not going to ask Zach about this pick because, no. <laughs> um, Michigan. Uh, yeah. Uh, Nine-and-a-half point favorite, the Wolverines. Zach, uh, what's your take on this one? I'm worried, um, but I'm going to go back to what Billy said um, against what he was talking about Michigan State, Penn State, you know, being able to win these big games, um, and, and that's something that Michigan and Harbaugh has obviously been. You know, you could go out and beat SMU and Western Michigan, okay, cool, um, but two years ago, um, three years ago, when Wisconsin had won, you know what? This game was uh, 14 to 7 Michigan. Uh, that was the final. Um, I look forward to beating a great defensive game. I think Michigan's front seven is better. Um, as I've said, Wisconsin is humongous. I don't know how they get that big. They're up there with Alabama with other players being huge. Um, but just like Billy said, until you win the big games, I, I can't go with. Michigan in this one. Um, we haven't won a game that's uh, big up there on Notre Dame, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State. I'm actually picking the Badgers to. Uh, oh my. Oh uh, my. I did not see that coming. I all. did not either. I did not see that coming. I was like, okay, he's, he's going to say this is a pressure game for Michigan. I was like, oh wow, holy crap, this is huge, guys. You're going to look at this. This is huge. He Lee Corsoed us. He Lee Corsoed us. Yeah, he did. Through the Michigan. Uh, uh, Oh, wow, that's crazy. Hey, I'm going to <laughs> Well, what do you think, Billy? Oh, man. Obviously, um, I'm not Michigan fan. I hate Michigan. Um, 
but he's he's a proven winner at Stanford. He's a proven winner in the NFL. So he, he lost the Super Bowl, but he got a team there. And uh, he's not proven in Michigan. He's had big games. He's been here. It's not like he's hasn't yet. He, he has because it's huge games. He has all of them. And I think the biggest game he's won was against Florida in the bowl game. That's his biggest win. Um, uh, but Wisconsin is obviously good too. I think, uh, getting ranked 15th, I think they're underranked. I think Wisconsin's really good. But I'm actually going with Michigan in this game. Um, I think, uh, overall, overall, I don't think this will be the year where he wins, like, all the big games he has to win. Uh, but I think if he, he wins some more games, this is, this is, this is his challenge as a space challenge so far. Even against Ohio State in the last year. I think he has to win this game. If not, if Michigan loses this game, he's going to be the coach on the hot seat this year. Over any other coaches. No matter what other coach loses, like, yeah, this, this is the one coach that every time he loses, he gets so much scrutiny for everything he does. Especially when they lost against their game. That game right there, even though it was by a touchdown, he, under the, he was, people were really fired this guy. I think he's one of the best coaches in football. But, like we've all said, you got to win the big games. And this is a big game for Michigan. And I think it's going to be a one by a touchdown. Uh, it's going to be a battle of Michigan defense versus Wisconsin's running game. I don't think Michigan defense is going to hold him back. I think he's going to get at least over 150 yards. 100, 100 yards. But uh, Michigan wins this by a touchdown. <clears throat> hmm. All right, real quick, we'll go back. Hey, uh, Zach, what do you think? Make a predict. We got to have a tiebreaker. I didn't do it last week, but what uh, predict a score for the Wisconsin Michigan game? You said Wisconsin's going to win. I'm going to go 28 17 Wisconsin. Whoa. Man, that's a. Yeah, that's a good one. I think. Uh, I'm going to say, I said by a touchdown, so I am going to say 31-30, but I'm going to say 31-24. I think most of the points are only scored in the fourth quarter. I just think this has to be a must little for Michigan. They have to win this game. All right, I'm looking now. Um, the all-time record for this game is 50-15 to in Michigan's favor. Um, man, I don't know. Michigan at home, late night game. You know, I always wondered, Zach, speaking because you're the Michigan fan, their stadium's built really weird. Uh, It's not built up like you know most stadiums. It's kind of built out and kind of flat, so it's not as loud as normal stadiums. Um, You know, like Oregon's kind of built up, so you know they say Austin Stadium's really loud. But Michigan's kind of flat. If you look at Michigan from above, it's kind of flat. It's not really. So it's not like it's a big home, like, you know, a Penn State or something like that. Um, man, I, I don't know what to think about this game. I, it could really – this could be a coin toss. But I'm taking I'm taking the favorite. I'm taking Michigan at home. Close. Close. I'm, I'm going to say 28-24 Michigan. So I guess I put uh, – oh, yeah, Zach had 28 Wisconsin and Billy had 24 Wisconsin. So I'm going to say 
28 yeah, 24 for Wisconsin yeah I got 28 24 I think it'll be it'll be it'll be darn close I think uh, it'll be a good game I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely watch it yeah but it's it's kind of flat you know what I mean I, I don't know I feel like it. The yeah, I've never watched a game like where it's like been super loud, like the Vince game was. I read that. Yeah, I read like I said, it's built like the stadium, like somehow keeps all the sound on the field. It's super loud on the field. Huh. Uh. I, so, I can't remember what I was watching, but uh, it's just how it's built. Like it's like built to keep the sound on the field. It's the place that oh, that's how they build it, I guess. Uh. We only picked seven games different, so those seven games will. Matter to uh, make the difference in our record. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, real quick. We re- we'll be uh, we'll go for two on the final on the flip side of this break. The pick segment for tonight's show was brought to you by Comfort Couriers, the area's premier non-emergency medical transportation company. All right, we're gonna go for two real quick. Uh, Zach, what's your uh, what's your going for two for tonight? exactly what you said I think they need to just let Shea be Shea like you said I think you know let roll let him roll out let him throw down the field a little bit they they don't really take big I mean from what I've seen I haven't watched it. it's a small sample size but they need to let him throw down the field a little bit and uh, let him roll out let him you know run the ball a little bit I think they need to he needs to open the playbook up for the quarterback he has he it's not a Wilton Spate uh, what's the other one Rudolph uh, it's it's 
he's got a different quarterback, a, a guy that's used to a spread, um, you know, kind of an option guy. Let him open up the playbook, let him run the ball a little bit, let him throw the ball a little bit, and let him do his thing, I think. And, like, you made a good point. Just just let him be – let Shea be Shea. And hopefully uh, you all figure that out in the bowl game after week 12. I don't don't figure that out till then. I mean, I can't watch another – got to take my heart medicine all the time watching Ohio State-Michigan games anymore. Um, shoo. Hope they don't figure it out. I think we lost Zach again. No, I'm here. Uh, right. The Harbaugh probably texted and said, "Hey, you better take us next week." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Billy, what's your going for two? Um, it's it's gonna be Ohio State. I'm thinking my favorite team, Ohio State. I think it's Urban uh, Meyer. His health. I think he's pulling a Florida. I told you that earlier. He's pulling a Florida. I think. If they win, I'm thinking the predictions right now. If they win after championship year this year, Irv Meyer will be gone after this season. I do not see him being a, a 20-year coach in Ohio State. He's uh, one of those guys the last a few years. Like he's been here, let's see, his seventh season, six years altogether. Uh, I just don't see him. Uh, he's at the, I think he's tired of being in Ohio State. I think he's only, uh, if he wins after championship, he'll leave this year. Go in the booth, he'll be in the booth for a few years to pick another team that's bad. I think uh, Irv Meyer, this is his uh, last year, next year, he won the championship. If not, next year definitely will be. I just think he's tired of the pressure. Wow, that's a bold word. You ain't lying. Urban, my favorite coach. Uh, but that, that Florida, he, he, honestly, Florida's not one of those schools that have to win that championship every year, like Ohio State. I think I think if he leaves though he's done. I don't think he'll go to another team. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't see him going to another team if he uh I don't know. I I don't want to see him leave. I I I hope he stays no, at least in I think he's like he's like one of the best coaches ever. Like great like I see him watching other than UCF's coach was has been a coordinator at you know big Power Five SEC schools like Auburn. I think he was at Alabama too. But um, so you know he's he's he can handle the big. I mean, obviously not as a head coach, but uh, I don't know. I think 
there's a lot. I can actually say the Big Ten has some great coaches. Even the smaller schools like, um, you know, Northwestern, Pat Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald, what he's done at Northwestern. I think the Big Ten has got great coaches. I think, but Ohio State's such a big brand. Uh, I don't know if Texas was ever kind of down. Tom Herman, I could see him coming back to Ohio State. Um, There's some guys out there that I think as big of a brand as Michigan, Ohio State is, they can get coaches from anywhere, I think. So I'm not really worried about it when he does decide to leave. I think the fans would want a real – Big name, you know, and that's just looks like at the big thing that the opener was Urban Meyer. I think as fans, like I think we want the big, the biggest name that we know to win. I, I don't think we want to start over with the coach. That's one that like I think really I think Urban Meyer is yeah. just he was just Urban Meyer was a timing issue. I think he knew the job was coming open. I think when he left Florida, I think he knew. Oh, my heart's hurting. You know, I I think you know I think he knew something was going on. Somebody, you know, he's Ohio State. Ohio guy. Well, I'm not really. Well, his last year, well, yeah, the wrestler got fired after 11, well, before 11, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with that one. I can answer you. Plus, Florida, I, think, I don't think uh, Florida Ohio State is different, though, with the whole uh, talent. Ohio State has a ton of talent coming. So I don't think Florida had any good talent coming. No, but I don't know. You could go either way with it, I guess. I mean, but uh, I think Ohio State can get any coach in America. I mean, pretty much. I mean, I think it's, I think the fans, except for much right place, I think the fans would want a big name coach. I don't think but, they would want a small name coach. But there's there's a lot of small smaller school coaches that are good coaches. I mean, Charlie Strong's at USF. He couldn't do nothing at the big big level. Uh, you know, UCF's coach Josh Heupel. He was he was you know an offensive coordinator in two at two big SEC schools. There's there's coaches out there, but I think Ohio State's well, a big. I'm not on these like small coaches. I don't know if it's a on these. I I just think as the fans want a big. I'm not saying these small coaches things like this. I mean they're obviously great. They're winning. I'm just saying that I think the fans would want a big name coach. Well, yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, it's a big brand. They would want a big coach, but. Possibly Nick Saban. Yeah, I mean I. No 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 no. No, we don't want no Nick. That'd be a huge name. Obviously, Ohio State fans. Pretty low compared to Alabama fans. No, and Ohio State fans would not want Nick Saban. I don't think. I don't think they'd want Nick Saban. I'm sorry, uh, Nick. Is, trust me. Uh, if if uh, Urban Meyer left and Nick Saban said he's coming to Ohio State, they'd be like, uh, Urban who? I guarantee that. No, Nick is. I don't think so. I, 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 I hate it. What do you What do you think, Zach? What do you think, Zach? All accepted, though, honestly. What do you think, Zach? What do you think? Would, you, would, Nick, would fans like, Ohio State fans like Nick Saban come to Ohio State? I mean, my rhetorical question for that would be, who wouldn't like Nick Saban? I wouldn't want uh, him at Ohio State. I, 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 I think they would like Saban, uh, but just to add this conversation, um, so let's just say hypothetically, you know, what Billy said happens. Um, would you guys be opposed to going after, you know, like a Lane Kiffin type coach? I would. Yeah, definitely. He uh, fell at USC. Like uh, Lane Kiffin? Kip- fell at Alabama, too. Like Lane Kiffin type or Lane Kiffin himself? Lane Kiffin. Oh, no, I wouldn't yeah, go. I would be that. I wouldn't I really go. Have next, I really have Nick Saban, honestly. <laughs> I don't, I don't I mean, know. That. I'd rather have Nick Saban than Lane Kiffin. Oh, yeah, definitely. Available. Yeah, I'm, yeah, the, no. yeah, if I had a big name coach, I probably would say 
I wouldn't want him. There's other big game faces in there. They, I would rather. I would rather see. I, Ryan Day is going to be the coach of that team anyway. I mean, I don't know why we're even discussing this. Ryan Day is going to be the coach after Urban leaves. We well, all, I'm sorry, but they're choosing Nick Saban. I don't see that happen. That's the only way I can see Nick Saban ever leaving Alabama is if the Ohio State tough conversation, honestly. They will not choose Ryan Day. They, they will not choose Nick Saban over Ryan Day, I guarantee you. I would bet you money. I don't think Saban leaves. I, Nick, Nick Saban's retiring. Actually, I, I, I honestly feel like he's doing the same thing at uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Urban Myers, I think he's tired of Alabama, but he's he's calling the fans up a lot. He's been calling out a lot. I just I don't I don't see him being much there at Alabama. Hey, either. I but his this this thing's different than Urban. I think Urban's health is actually bad. I hope he's not using a state health scare to leave Ohio State. I just say I think uh, I would I would next season look at Alabama. I think. Here's a here's a bold statement. Here here's a bold statement for you to think about, and you could both we could argue about this real quick. All right, here's here's what I thought. I actually thought about this the other day, and I don't know why it crossed my mind. Uh, you know, you listen to all these. I listen to a bunch of different podcasts, and all they talk about is Alabama. Alabama wins a championship this year. And my bold statement is Nick Saban retires after this year. see people win, but my goodness. Zach, what what, what do you think? Well, I mean, what Miles, they 
from Michigan, I'll be happy. Uh, all right, I got, <laughs> I got a couple here. All right, um, Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, this kind of, I think he's kind of throwing shade at Michigan's coach Jim Harbaugh. I think this kind of. You know, all right, uh, real quick. Do you guys, especially you, Zach, you know Michigan football. All right, you know the whole how Jim Harbaugh's kind of weird with his recruiting tactics, like the sleepovers and stuff like that. You guys know about that, right? Okay, kind of strange, but whatever. That's how he does. He's kind of strange. Uh, not saying he's not a good coach. He's a good coach. I'm not going to say he's not. Um, but uh, Pat Fitzgerald from Northwestern had a statement. If you're texting them good morning, good night, have a good lunch, you got problems, man. He said there's a fine line between a genuine relationship between a coach and a recruit and being a creepy adult. Um, what What's your take on that statement there? Uh, I mean, it, it really doesn't bother me, per se. Because, um, you know, like you alluded to before you asked the question, you know, he is just a weird guy. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, you know, he, I, I don't think that's necessarily shade. I would actually agree um, a little bit with uh, Fitzgerald. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, his recruitment, when he had the sleepover with, I believe it was Quinn Dordine, the, the kicker, uh, and once I saw that, I was, that struck me as weird. Uh, you know, being recruited at college and stuff, I never had a coach come sleep over at my house or whatever. Um, so, so I can understand where the Fitzgerald's comments come from, but I, I don't see it as a big deal. Um, but... As far as him being weird, that's kind of true. I, I don't know if you guys heard uh, his last Harbaugh's last press conference where they asked him what homecoming was. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's like, uh, coming home to your family and having a meal. Yeah, yeah. He mentioned what homecoming is in a game. So he, he just kind of had those weird moments. He's not really good with the press talking to him. Great coach, but you know that, that's how Harbaugh's always been. It's not like it's anything new. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think the, I think the coach doesn't understand it hard, obviously. I think we all do. Uh, it's a little weird, obviously. I mean, it's kind of Penn State-ish if you think about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I like Harbaugh. I would, if Harbaugh, he, he, he probably tries a little too hard, but he's, he, he be that, he's, he's that coach that will give you the credit if you, you deserve it. One of our Irvin and Saban is, they don't give their players the credit that they deserve. And he does. He gives his guys the credit all the time. Like, he doesn't take credit. For, like, Ohio State won by, I think it was 60 something. Uh, they, they did a great game. They had a great game like that. Irvin Martin was like, well, we got that better. I'm like, you give your players the credit. Harbaugh does that. And as a player, if I was a player, and I saw one coach that was trying to get people there like that, yeah, he was working hard again. They're like, yeah, he loved. I think it'd be cool to coach talk to him.
The greatest thing I uh, quote I've seen, and, and it was a big coach that said it. They said, and it might, I don't know if it was Jim Harbaugh. It wasn't Jim Harbaugh, but it said, if you if you lose, um, you know, as a coach, if you lose, you take the blame. You know, it was play calling, blah, blah, blah. It was this and that. We weren't ready. I didn't prepare them. But if they win, you you give the players the credit, you know. So that's kind of a cool point. And, and Jim Harbaugh does do that. I I just hate Michigan, I guess, so I can't. I'm kind of biased, but as looking at it from a different point, from a, I like his guy. He's a good coach, um, but just a strange, strange, strange feller. Um, that'll do it, I think. Uh, but Billy, one point, uh, the Eagles are up 14-3 on the Giants. Um, I know you're a big Eagles fan. Um, <laughs> But uh, that does it. Uh, you guys have a good night and uh, watch some good college football this weekend. All right. All right. All right. And that does it for uh, tonight's show. Uh, just uh, we we also want you to stay tuned. Uh, we're we're going to be on Patreon soon, I think. Um, but our podcasts are available right now on Spreaker, iTunes. Um, I live stream it on or I uh, stream it on YouTube. And, of course, we share it on our Facebook pages, Zach Markley, Billy Gibson, and Michael Scott. Um, hope you guys enjoy the college football weekend. Week 7 is already here. Um, please have a good weekend and a good night.